Hey, good morning and welcome to Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. It's January 22, 2018, uh, or maybe you're watching this later in the day, so good afternoon to you. I'm Tim Patterson, founder and owner of Trade Show Guy Exhibits, which is a company that works with clients who are looking to upgrade their trade show presence, increase their trade show marketing return on investment, and make a bigger splash at the shows where they exhibit. You can find us online at tradeshowguyexhibits.com, uh, tradeshowguyblog.com. Get your copy of my book, tradeshowsuccessbook.com, and get a free exhibit buyer's kit. If you're you know ready to purchase an exhibit but you don't know how to navigate those waters, go to tradeshowexhibitbuyerskit.com. Uh, today in the podcast, I'll have a, a trade show tip of the week about traveling. I also have one good thing. But first, an interview with uh, marketing expert and business coach Jim Palmer. Great guy from his boat. <laughs> Currently moored in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, uh, he'll explain it on this podcast recording. Good morning, Jim. Thanks for joining me for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. You're on a boat somewhere in yes. Florida, from what I hear. <laughs> we are on our floating home, and uh, right now we're in Jacksonville, Florida where for the first time in a long time, I've actually got shorts and a t-shirt on because it's 70 degrees. But, well, there you know, you go. Uh, yeah, recently Florida, just like so much of the uh, big swath of the country was in, in a deep freeze. Although we weren't in a deep freeze, but it was pretty chilly compared yeah. to, I yeah. didn't drive a boat a thousand miles to be uh, in 40 <laughs> degree weather. Well, we're in 40 degree weather here in, uh, in, in the Willamette Valley in Oregon. That's what it was. I put my, my park on to take the dog for a walk this morning, so... Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, I know. Jacksonville, Florida. I've got to mention this. I was there once uh, six or seven years ago. I spoke at a, at a conference, an exhibit design and producers association conference, and, and got a chance to explore the city. It's, it's very historic, and I really enjoyed that, that aspect of uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, it's, I had no idea. It's like the biggest city, oldest city in Florida. And we were reading somewhere in some brochure when we got here. It's like uh, the largest city by land mass in the U.S., which I would have thought was either L.A. or maybe New York. But who knows? Could be yeah. all marketing spin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what a great transition. You're, you're a marketing uh, coach. And, and uh, so t tell me a little bit about what you, you do exactly. How, what's your day job, I guess, if it, other than living on a boat, you know? Yeah, so... My day job, I've, I'm just very blessed to be able to work three days a week with, with about 45 um, entrepreneurs and small business owners in, that are in my paid coaching program. And I help them create what, what I brand my, their dream business, right? And a dream business is pretty much what you want it to be, but it helps you live your dream lifestyle, which usually means you got to achieve financial freedom and then you can achieve time freedom, which is what I did about five years ago when I decided to work three days a week. I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, doing my phone calls. And then Monday and Friday, if we got nothing going on, you'll usually find me working. It's hard to, I'm a worker <laughs> bee. So, right. but then, um, you know, if we want to take off or, or when we're, when we're driving the boat south or, or flying home, you know, we, we got those days free, but you know, I'm primarily, a, I help with a lot of marketing and branding, but I've also got a pretty big uh, background in operations. I used to run a national franchise and things like that. So I bring a lot to the table, but most people know me for marketing and online marketing. So when you mentioned the, the four dozen or so, uh, folks that are, that are, that are getting the coaching from you, what kind of things do they do? I'm just curious what, you know, what a lot of different stuff is it? Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting, Tim. When I started coaching eight years ago, <clears throat> I was looking at different, um, masterminds and usually you would go meet like once a quarter and you'd fly somewhere. And so you had travel and, 
And I just, I was attending a lot of events back then and people were talking, well, I wish I could be part of a mastermind that didn't have a lot of travel. And I started, I don't know this for a fact, but I believe I started the first virtual mastermind where we hold group calls on a party line. I, I'm the orchestra leader. And, and uh, so twice a month, you know, I bring together a lot of people and I orchestrate what I call profit seats, which are a lot of people call them hot seats, but I call them profit seats. Um, but when I started my mastermind, I didn't want to have it industry or niche specific. So I have everybody from beginners to, you know, my, my largest client was doing $42 million. I have men and I have women. I have online and offline. I help doctors, I have lawyers, CPAs, um, everything in between copywriters, you know, launch hmm. strategists. I, and probably the biggest niche, which a lot of people find interesting is I help a lot of people start and or grow a coaching program. Someone goes, well, it's a direct competitor. I said, yeah, but you know how big the planet is. <laughs> exactly. So I, I help a lot of coaches grow their, their coaching practice. Yeah, that's interesting. So, and you, uh, you've got more than one book out. Is that correct? The one that I've got your sheet on is Just Say Yes. Just Say Yes is my seventh book. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Just Say Yes. Uh, how long has that been out? What, what does that tell people? That came out um, April of 2017. And so the quick sequence of events is my wife, Stephanie, and I, she retired from a pretty long career in early childhood development last June, June of 2017. And we decided now that we weren't tied geographically because of her job, because I can do my job anywhere. And all our kids are, they're grown and on with their own lives. We thought, let's do something big, like a big adventure. <laughs> and, you know, after some conversation and spitball and we decided we're going to live on a boat, right? So, because we really love boat. I, we had a 30 foot boat before this one that we enjoyed, you know, long weekends on. So we sold our house and we bought a 50 foot boat and uh, we moved on board last April. But the thing about the book came, I, I do an event called Dream Business Academy. And in January, I was getting ready to do my event, which was like February 8th of last year in Orlando. And I just felt, and I was thinking about what we had done in our own personal lives, which is this, are we really going to sell the house? Are we going to live in a boat? And a I've never move. driven a 50 foot boat before. And, you know, your mind plays a lot of what if games. And, but you know what? Some people, not all people, but some people have the ability when you're thinking about a really big challenge, just say yes and figure it out as you go. And it turns out you'll end up having a really big adventure in life. And that's kind of where we were, Tim. But I also got, I started thinking about how, how that also relates to being an entrepreneur. So, you know, maybe you want to grow the current business you have or start another one, add new products, add staff, in some way take your business, but you start playing the what if game. But you know what? Just say yes and see how far you can go because all growth happens outside your comfort zone. I'm sure you know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, so, you know, I think about it, that's kind of what happened with my business. I started this six and a half, almost seven years ago, and it was, uh, I had a choice of either trying to find a job. Uh, mm -hmm. because the company I worked for closed down or continuing to do what I was doing with some of the same clients. And if you asked me if I could, and it was like, well, let's just keep going and see what happens. So I, so I, in a sense, I said, yes. So that's great. Yeah. I really like that. You know, so you brand yourself the trade show guy, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Which is really, you know, it's, it's brilliant when you can come up with a name, which instantly tells people what you do. I would presume that you coach probably vent people who actually display and, and, and work in trade shows how to how to have a greater ROI. Am I pretty close? Uh, you're close. Yeah. My main my main source of income is actually uh, doing project management on the design and fabrication of booths. But I certainly uh, coach people through it. I've written a book, which was my calling card. I did that two years ago. I got a new one coming out here in the next couple of months, which is 
based on uh, a, lot, a lot of the lists that I published on my blog. The blog's been going nine years now. So, wow. Uh, and that's how people find me. Um, yeah. I, I bet, I, you know, I'm sure you're doing well with what you're doing, but I would think the trade show guy, I think for, I know what it costs to exhibit. Cause I used to do that with the franchise and, and other things I, to be able to take somebody and even give them a, a 10% higher ROI on that gigantic investment they make, not only in the yeah. design of the booth, but the booth and staffing and all that. That's a huge investment. I bet you could have uh, some sort of a, a coaching or private consulting business as another revenue stream. Well, maybe we should talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. I can't no, help myself. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there, there are so many moving parts in, in that, uh, that marketing field that, 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 that if you miss three or four of them, a lot of money can fall off the table, as it were. And exactly. So I think that. So, so let's talk about the what ifs. Uh, you, you talk about what ifs, um, holding a lot of people back from, you know, achieving their success. Um, so what, 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 let's talk about that a little bit. What, what are what ifs that, that other people face? So the what ifs, you know, um, what if I fail? What if I run out of money? What if I embarrass my family? You know, what if I go further into debt? What if, what if, what if I do have a lot of success and I don't know how to handle it? And, you know, so a lot of the what ifs in this entrepreneurial um, world anyway, they, they're all centered around fear and honestly, your own self-esteem and, and how you feel about yourself and things like that. Because you mentioned you were on one of the trainings I did last night and I talked about getting over the fact that you're not perfect and you, you, you want to choose to be judged on the quality of the information, content and services you're providing and not the imperfect way that we provide it because we're entrepreneurs, some more successful than others, but we're all people and we're all you know fallible. We can make mistakes. But when you choose to be judged on the quality of the work that you're doing and not the imperfect way. So, you know, I do a lot of interviews and videos like I'm doing with you now. I'm quite sure I'll mess up some word or, or syllable or, you know, some way, shape or form, I'll say something that's not quite appropriate. And that's okay because I always fall back on the fact that I'm giving really good information that I think can help people. And it's okay that I never went to a master's level course in speaking or writing or anything like that. And that's, that's another reason that I was able to publish seven books is because I, I cared more about the information than it is being an amazing work of literary art. Yeah, you know, you talk about the imperfect, uh, the way we approach things. I, I used to want to try and be perfect. All I realized perfection is not never attainable, but it would, it would hold you back from starting. And, and I heard something somewhere 20 years ago, probably, that said, it uh, doesn't matter where you start, just start. You can start in the middle, start at the end, start at the beginning, start anywhere in between, as long as you start. And then you can fill in the pieces later. And, and I've always kind of held that uh, close to my heart because that really does get you uh, moving. That's exactly right. You know, when I, so the last three books that I wrote, Stop Waiting For It To Get Easier, Decide, and Just Say Yes, I wrote and have published in 60 days. My first book was 18 months. And I actually wrote the book in a year and it took me six months to get the courage to push the go button. Right. Because back in, in the day, you had to print your own books, right? Now we got create space and you can print on demand. But, you know, I think I ordered 1,500 books first printing, I'm like, Ooh, what, am I what if there's a mistake, right? <laughs> and I, I heard, a, I went to a conference and I heard a gentleman who, who just put out his own book. He goes, you know, I know my book is no literary. I'm not a literary genius, but I think my book is going to help a lot of people. And, and he goes, Tim, this is what really hit me like a ton of bricks. He goes, my imperfect book being sold today, helping other people is better than your perfect book that you're still waiting to launch. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, ah, you're right. It's out there. 
it's out there and it's yeah. doing it's doing what it's supposed to do and that that was a big revelation for me yeah that's great so uh in your book uh, the new one which is called uh, just say yes uh chapter two is uh, interesting called two f words yes what, what the f <laughs> <laughs> i know there you go um well fear i just mentioned one of them that's that's always a big part of growth personally as entrepreneurs etc and we could do a whole show on fear i mean uh, you know the fear of being found out is is one of the chapters i talk about in in my book decide because no matter how much success you achieve some people will always have this fear oh i'm good they're gonna find out that i've I'm a home-based businessman. I got a, an office in the corner of a spare bedroom and I put myself out there as a big businessman. There's a lot of head trash that goes oh, yeah. on. Yeah. The second F, which I, I decided to write about, came about from in the last three years, I've coached uh, at least two, maybe three of my coaching members were really holding themselves back from launching what we both in discussions thought would be a really good plan. And you know, I've never had any professional training as a coach. I didn't go to coaches you or anything like that. But I, something I said, listen, what is preventing you from, from launching right now? One, two of them said in different scenarios, but basically the same message was, I just feel really guilty about all the mistakes I've made so far. I've, I've spent money doing this, that, the other thing, and I've wasted money on Google AdWords or Facebook. I've hired coaches who just took money and didn't do things. I just... One person said, I've spent $40,000 in the last three years and I'm no further along and I, I'm just having a hard time going for more, right? And I said, yeah, but everything you've done so far has brought you to this point. And if you don't go any farther, then the level of success you have will be based on what you perceive to be mistakes or things that didn't work out. However you want to frame, it's okay with me. But you have a, ch you have a chance to go forward right now and and." maybe correct those, learn from those and grow from those. In both cases, the, the people did that. And I think, you know, just based on my own faith, I know how important forgiveness is, not just for if somebody wrongs you, it's not forgiveness for them so much, it's forgiveness for you right. because it, it frees you and liberates you. And I said, you need to forgive yourself for any um, lost opportunities, money you might feel that you have wasted on opportunities or working with other people, forgive yourself and decide right here, right now, the past is the past. I can't change that. But starting today, this is how I'm going to operate and run my business. So forgiveness is, a, you know, again, I, I really, I really rely a little bit on my faith perspective, but it was amazing how important it was when people are putting, you know, lots of money on the line to grow a business. Yeah. And, and no matter how hard you try, you cannot change the past. It's kind of funny. That's right. <laughs> a couple more things before I let you go, Jim. Uh, you're, tell me about the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Mastermind. How would someone want to find out more or how, how would they find out more if they wanted to? And, and tell me a little bit about what that really is. Well, thanks. So Dream Business Academy is a live event. You know, I've done seven. So seven or eight, I forget. I don't know, seven or eight, <laughs> I, I lose track, but I was doing them like twice a year and I made a decision after my last event in the, in the fall of 2017 that I'm only going to do one a year because we've kind of built this lifestyle now where we can cruise and do whatever we want. It doesn't make, because it's a lot of work to put on an event. So I'm doing one a year. It's a three-day event for entrepreneurs and small business owners where I get very transparent and show you everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. I teach you my million-dollar platform, how I've marketed and grown multiple six-figure businesses, including um, how I started my coaching program. So the next one is September 26th, 27th, and 28th in San Diego, California. And people can go to dreambusinessacademy.com. 
my coaching program is Dream Business uh, Mastermind and Coaching Program. The website for that is dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. But you're a member of a group that I'd also like to share. It's a, I started a free Facebook group called Build Your Dream Business Now. I did that right around Thanksgiving, and uh, we got about 220, 25 members right now. Oh, okay. And it is free to join. I'm, you, can, you can testify. I'm in there all the time answering questions. I'm doing training and videos, and um, it's an opportunity for me, I don't know, give back, pay it forward, whatever, however you want to say it, but to help other people at least start the process of growing their dream business. So if you're on Facebook, you can either Google, not Google, on Facebook, you can search Build Your Dream Business Now, or I have a URL, dreambizgroup, dreambizgroup.com. That'll take you right to the Facebook group. And that's a way where we can interact, you get to know me and, and a lot of other smart entrepreneurs uh, on what they're doing. Well, and the Facebook thing is interesting to me because there are so many people going to video, live video. Uh, now, you, you can do that from virtually anywhere, whether it's a laptop or your smartphone or an iPad or whatever. Uh, how does that work for you? I'm just curious, uh, your interaction with people and, and, and the, the technical interface. Is that, is that working pretty well? It's working really well. It works really well conceptually and every other way. The only challenge for me personally is, is my Wi-Fi on the boat. Ah. So I don't have a coaxial plugged into my boat. So I'm relying on through the air Wi-Fi, which depending on where we're physically located, I don't always have a strong signal. Mm. There was about a four or five minute um, period last night in a 45 minute training where the, actually the audio started getting a little haywire and the video stayed up. But, um, and then that fixed itself. But so that's my own, that's my challenge. But as far as a medium in which entrepreneurs, coaches, or otherwise can, can build an audience, one of the things that we all have to do as entrepreneurs is we have to build trust and we have to show value in what we're, in what we're selling or offering in order to attract people. And, you know, video is such a powerful way. So literally right from this chair, same background, because it's not that big of a boat. <laughs> this is where I broadcast. This is my workspace. Yeah. And um, I just got on and I taught for, for about 45 minutes. And I think there was about 26 people in the group that watched it live. We're over 100 replays now, which is over almost half the group, which is pretty interesting to me. But it's a great way to connect. Um, but it's not for everybody, you know, not everybody is sure of themselves or has the you know, right comfort level to do that. Cause you, number one, you really have to know your stuff because you can't be sitting there, you know, reading notes the whole time. <laughs> you really got to know your subject matter. You got to be very comfortable with who you are. And as I said a few minutes ago, Tim, you, you have to be okay knowing that you're not perfect and yeah. things might go wrong, but it's okay. You know what I mean? You just, you keep delivering value and, and, and doing what you, what you feel you're called to do. It's a very powerful medium. I'm, I'm really sold. As much as Facebook ticks me off sometimes with all their changes to the newsfeed, having a private Facebook group is a very powerful way to connect with people that you want to meet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time, Jim. Uh, I'll explore the Facebook thing further. I do have a page there, but I haven't spent much time doing it. It's bandwidth. You know how that goes. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll catch your stuff when I can. And again, thanks for joining me for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. I appreciate your time. Tim, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. And thanks again to Jim Palmer for uh, joining me on today's Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Really enjoyed that conversation with Jim. Trade Show Tip of the Week. Uh, one of the things I always do when attending a several days long 
trade shows to plan for some of my travel downtime. Maybe that's uh, on the uh, airplane. It could be at the airport waiting two or three hours for your plane to take off or you're maybe you got downtime at the hotel room or at your Airbnb. So I usually take a book or two or three, depending on how fast I think I get through them. Usually fiction, because that helps to you know take your mind away from all the crazy days that you're going to encounter or have just encountered. And, you know, I take my laptop, so I often have a movie or two or three on the laptop so I can watch that late at night just in case I can't get to sleep or just want to do something. Uh, planning for your downtime at airports, hotels is, is really important uh, because if you don't, you'll just be, you know, staring at your phone, wasting your battery and wasting time on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever else you spend your time on, uh, you know, much more than you normally do, right? So one good thing. This week, it's the Cool Sheets radio program. What's Cool Sheets? It's a radio program. I just said that. <laughs> uh, it's more than that, though. It's, uh, it, it, it's on the community station that I do my volunteer reggae show on every Monday night, which is kmuz.org, 6 p.m. Pacific. Join me for two hours for great reggae. Uh, so Cool Sheets is just a half an hour long. Uh, it's also a podcast. They highlight several cool things that the hosts Karen Holman and Brian Hart have found over their previous week. Uh, they could look at things like websites, books, YouTube videos, channels, podcasts, software. Uh, but to me, the real cool thing is that all this is archived on their website, coolsheets.cool. That's right, coolsheets.cool. Check it out. Lots of great things there. And that is my one good thing this week. So have yourself a great week. <laughs>